Hi, I'm Austin Ertham. And I'm Taylor Patton. And welcome to the Kitchen Table Podcast. We're here to motivate, educate, and relate to you guys, sharing our stories, helping you get 1% better in all areas of your life. Don't mind the background noise. It'll get out of here in a second. We got our roommate, <laughs> Will, who's on the podcast. He's getting some chips. But anyways, welcome to this week's episode of the 1440. We got Ben Baker back here to talk about how to change people's minds and how that sometimes most difficult thing, Taylor and I have talked about this a lot, how we struggle changing kids' minds or getting people to be motivated if they don't want to be motivated in the first place. You can reach the people who want to get motivated very easily, but how do you reach somebody who doesn't want to be motivated? Ben, welcome back to the show, my friend. Hey, good to be back. Um, still selling cars since last week. You're still doing it, huh? <laughs> Yep, haven't been fired yet. They, yeah. they said, keep me one more week. Nice. That's good. Uh, you want to go, just for in case someone, people didn't hear, some of our listeners, you just want to go into who you are, where you came from, what you do, all the good basic stuff. For sure. My name is Ben Baker. I sell cars at Willem Auto Center in Waterloo. Uh, originally from a little town in southern Iowa called Albia. Went to Iowa State, Indian Hills, and then... Uh, Eventually up to you and I, working in finance, and then got into car selling just kind of on a whim. Mm. That's the brief recap. If they really want, you know, go back to the last one. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> they should. It was a great episode. You got, you had some good insight for us. Okay. I got a question. Go I think we it. talked about this last time, but I asked Ben because the focus is a Ben question. Okay. Ben, do you think there, I don't know if you've heard this question, but it's just the one that's going around the world right now. Do you think there's more doors or wheels in the world? I have heard this, and I've heard arguments on both sides. Uh, it, I think that if you're going on a very strict definition of a door and a wheel, I'm going wheels. If you can uh, open up your interpretation quite a bit, I'll go doors. You know, kids are talking about this today at school, actually. It's got to be wheels, because how many Hot Wheels cars are in Walmart? That's the same thing, but then they got the doors on the wheel, you know? But that's there's why, four that's wheels. Loose, that's the loose, like, interpretation, because there's doors on the car. You know, I think wheels. Like if you talk about valves or yeah, valves buildings, doors, you know, valves a door is a sphincter a door because ants it, have sphincters. Are elevators are their their things doors? You know, See, that's what I'm but saying. wheels yeah, are like revolving. But wheels on the luggage cart. Wheels on what? a plane. Doors on a plane. Car. You know, there's just so many. I I'm still going doors. We should make a poll of it. That's just my thought process. Well, what do you think? Interpretation, man. That's yeah. what it comes down to. Some kind of partial doors. So you think apartment complexes. One apartment building could have 100, and we have 10 of them. Like I don't know, man. I got a lot of wheels in here. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a question only guy I don't know, maybe. All right. Let's get into changing people's minds. Maybe we're trying to change people's that's, minds right that's, now. That's my that's I've learned. I've all, right. Um, all right. So. Million dollar question. Let's get to it right away. Right? The hardest thing to do is change somebody's mind. Let's say Taylor goes in to buy a car. He absolutely does not want one. He just wants to test drive one for fun on a Saturday because he wants to have an Audi when he's rich and famous. Um, but he doesn't have the money right now and he doesn't need a new car. But you want him to end up in a new car. How the heck do you change somebody's mind who's so called just looking? Oh, that's tough. Uh, so, I mean, the thing is. 
if they truly are just looking, which is probably, you know, 10, 20 percent, there's there's no change in their mind. Just looking is definitely a reflex objection because when you come to a car lot, you know, you're not the one in power. You've been told all these stories of the big bad salesman and how they're going to take advantage of you and so on and so forth. Uh, so if someone comes in and says they're just looking realistically, I don't believe them uh, because it, why would you go to a car lot if you're not looking to mm. buy a car? It, whether that's today, tomorrow, a week from now, whatever. Uh, but, you know, I'm kind of a stats guy. So one of the stats is, I think it is, I'm going to be a little bit off on this one, but I think it is 38% will buy within four hours of stopping on the first car lot. So four out of 10, roughly. And then uh, I think it's 70% within three days and like 85% within a week. So when someone says they're just looking, what they're saying is, I'm just looking for the car that I want to buy. Mm. And then it's my job to help you find it. Right. Such an interesting, especially like, to me, I think of it like as a funnel system. It's like you just ask questions. Like the top Mm -hmm. is like just looking to buy and then you just start asking questions and you start funneling out what... And you find the real motivator. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just start real simple. You say, okay, great. Looking for a car, truck, van, SUV. Boom. Take it in a quarter. You know, yeah. that's now down to 25% of my inventory. If you say pan, I'm down to very few. Yeah. <laughs> right. So let's say that happens to you, let's say 10 times a day. And mm-hmm. out of those nine, nine say no in a row. Yep. What goes through your head towards the end of the day? A lot of expletives. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, realistically, what goes through my head is, one, I ran into some bad people. Uh, you know, it happens. You run into the bad Bob, bad Betty, whatever you want to call them, who just really came out to ruin your day. Uh, those are pretty rare. Maybe one out of every ten is that. And then if that one, you let them kind of ruin your mindset, then you make the rest of them into the, the not buyers, the bad Bobs, the bad mm. Bettys, whatever. Uh, but if you run into a couple where you really do your whole job and they end up not buying for whatever reason... It's tough to get your mindset back. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it really boils down to what you did. So it's, it's one of those things where I try and, you know, just move past it and say, hey, you know what, I'll do better tomorrow or better with the next one. Mm-hmm. So do you have a story of a bunch of no's and then somebody finally saying yes, who was just so-called looking? And then, like, how did you feel after they bought the car? Sure. So... Uh, I don't remember when this was. It was probably a year ago, year and a half ago at this point. Uh, this guy comes in and he says, oh, you know, I'm not doing anything. I've been screwed over by Withams before. I'm really not interested. And this was after I had a bad week. I didn't sell a single car that week. And it was a Friday. I was like, all right, whatever, man. You don't want to buy a car? Uh, don't buy a car then. He's like, I like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> He was like, okay, well, now I'm kind of interested in this Ranger. So I sold him the Ranger, you know, after probably two, three hours of working with him. And then a couple months later, he comes back and he buys a EcoSport for his fiance. And wow. then just last month, he bought another Ranger from me. So it's like, you know, even in your worst moments when you say the stupidest things where you're like, oh, you know, I kind of didn't do that right, this might still hit the nerve with somebody. So it, it feels kind of like a crapshoot. But also, I could tell this guy was one of those uh, old school kind of straight shooter type dudes, where he's just like, "No, I don't want any BS. I just want to, I want to buy this one, and that's it." 
But, yeah, I mean, it's funny. We all we all talk about it at work, where it's like, okay, as soon as someone walks out the door, you'll hear a lot of times people saying, "Oh, honey, we didn't plan on buying a car today." Yeah. And that's always one of the best feelings is when someone comes in and says, "Oh, yeah, we're just looking, whatever," and then you make them decide we're not just looking, we're buying. Yeah, it's like a bonus for you, probably, is what it feels like. Mm-hmm. It feels good for sure. Um, so you said two to three hours that it took him. One, I think, being straight up both the customer and the salesman just being straight up. Like like if I went into a car dealership and I was like, Hey, you know what? I just want to test drive an Audi today. Can I do that? Yeah. And if they say no, I'm pro- even though I'm not going to buy a car, I'm probably less likely to go back there to actually buy a car. For sure. And you know, the, the funny thing is tons of people come in every day and they say, yeah, I just want to test drive this. Just want to see it. Just want to sit in it. Just mm-hmm. want to look at it, smell it, whatever. Then they buy it. And yeah, they end up leaving it because, you know, they realize that it's what they're looking for and it fits in their budget and boom, right. just sign up, go for it. Uh, so, I mean, I think if someone comes in and says that they're just looking and you say, okay, well, uh, don't waste my time, then you're kind of an idiot, you know? Yeah. Right. Especially, like, when you start building the dream and that, mm-hmm. like... You get them you, to see it. Yeah, not only do yeah. they see it. But they feel they, it and yeah, they drove they it. it. And now yeah. it's just about putting the payment down and making it happen. And that's kind of funny is, you know, one of the biggest ways to make people say yes is to make them say yes to smaller stuff or make mm. them agree to smaller stuff. Mm. So kind yeah. of like, okay, gonna, well, are you going to park it in the garage or are you going to park it on the street? You got a driveway, where are you going to park? Mm. You know, they start building that or yeah. when we come back, like, okay, you know, here, this is where you're going to pull up when you get your first service appointment. I'll introduce you to my service advisors and say, hey, this is Will. He's one of my service guys. He'll take good care of you. You know, just kind of building the total mental, yeah. total mental ownership of it. Yeah. yeah. So then they, they start to see that package and they're like, oh, I, I can see myself in this. I want this in the future. Next thing uh-huh. you know, they've hit the goal of, hey, I'm, I'm in it now, baby. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's a great way, I think, to change people's minds. It's like the little steps. So is that what you do in the, I guess, the two to three hours is basically mentally convincing. I don't want to say manipulating because you're probably not doing that, but like convincing them that this is what they want um, or uh, maybe giving them some details to help them get that picture perfect idea. Yeah. So, I mean, the the first part of it is building trust in yourself and your business. So, I mean, if someone comes in and you are acting shady, you know, you'll give them a straight answer on anything. You're, uh, you immediately ask them to fill out a credit application or something, you know, they don't trust you. Yeah. So once you build trust in yourself, then you start, you know, building trust and make them build value in the, uh, in the vehicle or whatever else you be mm. selling. And then, you know, after that, they kind of put it all together and go, okay, I like this guy, I like this car. Let's just make a car deal. I like how you, how like, we're going back to your story and that you, he, the guy was like, I had a bad experience here. I don't want to buy a car. And you were just pretty much like straight up, like open with him, like agreeing with him. And then I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. that's okay. But let's look at this car or whatever. Like you want to see this car. And that, so I think that also goes into a lot is agreeing with what they have to say. And then knowing your customer. Yeah. And then kind of like adding in a different perspective. Yeah. And I'd say that's definitely like one of the things that you always have to do is when someone says, oh, I don't like this color or whatever, you say, okay, great. If I can get you a green one, mm-hmm. can we make a car deal? You know, if you have a green one, otherwise you got to convince them that color is what they like, which is hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, it works for anything. They say they don't, you know, right. they don't like the color. They need the heated seats. You say, great, I understand, you know, but here's why you don't. You got the remote start. That's just as good as heated seats, you know? 
this is kind of like a uh, uh, topic question, but kind of going the same thing. What, if you know it, what's the statistic on people being very specific to what type of like color they get? Like, I was so like, say, I mean, like I said, I don't know if this was last week or if that was this week, but 86% will buy something different. So 14% roughly would be the ones that are like, nope, I have to have exactly this. Mm -hmm. And even those people I think would have a little bit of variability. You know, if they say, oh, I want a dark red and we've got a light red, probably will work for them. Yeah. So somewhere around, you know, 10, 15% will be like, nope, I only wanted to fix exactly, exactly, exactly this. Mm -hmm. I think, I think some of it probably comes down to priority. Yeah. Hey, you can drive this red one off the lot today that has heated seats. Um, but if you wait three months, we might have... Um, this in, or we can make one, get one from the factory that has this color instead. And if they want it now, like they got that vision in their mind, mm -hmm. then next thing you know, all of a sudden the priority is, okay, I'll take this one home today. Yeah, exactly. And it, it comes down to, you know, how much do they really need the car? How much do they really want it? And part of how much they really want it is me explaining how the grade it really is, you know? Yeah. So I think a lot of it comes down to, you said last week, how relationships, um, and your confidence really plays a role in knowing your product. So I think maybe changing people's minds is you got to be one on your game. And two, you really got to build, like you said, that trust with them. Otherwise, if you don't, if they don't think that, if they think you're going to screw, you're going to screw them over, then of course they're not going to change their mind. But if you can build that trust, maybe their minds get that little leeway. And then once that little leeway is open, it becomes a big old river. Next thing you know, you got yourself a new car. Well, they do. You got yourself some pocket change. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> right. Um, all right. That's that's about it for the fourteen forty. You got one more question or no? Uh, that's about all I have. I also just had like the thought process, of, like knowing both sides, and that because when you know both sides, you can argue from both sides, mm -hmm. and that or pers change perspective from both sides. And that, like, when a kid, like me, like a, like a story, like if a kid is upset because he doesn't want to do dishes and that sitting down with him and knowing that, like, dishes suck in general or, like, chores suck in general. So, but then, like, arguing with him, like, oh, you can, like, this is a fun way you can do dishes or, like, this is a different way, like, you can do dishes to make it, like, more entertaining and more fun to get them to like buy into you or I think buy I, into the the thing that you need yeah. or want to get done does does being a numbers guy help you Ben I think so uh I, 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 hurt. yeah I feel like it would help you just because knowing like obviously the more experience you have you know more situations that kind of stuff but I think just knowing like statistics of people and what they might be interested in and giving them the ways like Hey, you know what? 30% of people who drive a red car actually get pulled over. Maybe you should drive this gray one or whatever, yeah, whatever it might be. I'm just using a dumb example, but I think, no, I think that's got a million different closes, man. That's, that's just one of them. You, yeah. you know, you can do a hundred different ones on each yeah. customer. That's is interesting. It, sorry, this is weird, but has it really been 14 minutes? Yeah, it's way over. Oh, we really? started at 45 minutes. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna get more than one percent better today. That's okay. right. There you go. Holy smokes. 1.5 percent better. Oh, dang. Any anything else? No, time flies when I'm hanging out with Ben. Time flies sure. when you're having fun and you're selling a car. All right, that'll that'll conclude our fourteen forty for this week. Uh, ben, thanks for stopping by again, giving us some insight on how to change people's minds. I hope you change a couple minds this week from not buying a car to buying a car. 
and uh, we'll be in contact soon with you. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks. Have a good day. Love it. Bye. Recording stopped.